Hey everybody, it's me, Courtney. And Lucy. And welcome back to Not Slim Kinda Shady. For warning, I don't feel good and my nose is stuffy. You might hear me hacking, but she gave me some honey. So let's hope it helps. She swallowed it like she does cum. So it should work. She's like, swallow it like you do cum. Okay. So what do we got her today? Um, uh, we're going to touch on a bunch of different things, but let's start with the stuff you got from guys, how you reached out to people. No, people I reached out to didn't reply. I know, not very many of them replied back to me. I got like three replies Well, let's let's touch on uh, that first. Well, I'll tell you if we can meet up and have sex. And I was like, ah, no, I'm good. I don't need to know that bad. (laughs) (laughs) See... Yeah, so she asked guys, like, what they looked for. In women. Women they potentially would want to have a relationship with type thing. Okay, and two of these are pretty much what I expected, like, shallow. (laughs) The other one's really good, though. Okay, good. Okay, so the first one, smart, funny, always down to try new things, big butt, clean, gotta love to cuddle and be touchy and affectionate, sexually active. He doesn't like bitching and complaining. Who does, though? You know what? I mean, you're going to get that no matter what. <clears throat> Even with, if you think you're with the most perfect person. True. A girl is going to fucking bitch at you at some point. So true. Something. Okay, man number two. <laughs> Contestant <laughs> number two. No, yeah. sorry. Sense of humor. Make me laugh. Pretty eyes, nice boobs, and butt. It's a red flag if you have a sense of entitlement, thinking you're too good for everyone. I mean, I agree with I that. I agree with that. I'm pretty much all of those except for the big butt. Yeah, I don't have a <laughs> nice butt at all. <laughs> I don't have... You have a flat ass. And this is... I love this answer. This is okay. the best. You must be able to survive on your own. Mm-hmm. Two people that can do that become a power couple. Motivation is key. You won't always have your look, so it's better to go for some someone strong. Mm. <clears throat> I replied back, that is the least shallow answer that I've gotten. Right? So then, that leads us to... What, what do what we, we want? What we want. What do you want? What are you looking for in a man? So basically, when I wrote these down, they don't necessarily have to be funny. Like, a funny person. But you have to be able to laugh with me and laugh at some of my jokes. Cause so I'm, you have to have a sense of humor. Yeah. Some of them, some of my jokes are stupid. But yeah. some of them are fucking gold. Especially my meme game. You gotta. Oh, my meme game is fantastic. Um, and yeah, you have to have a job. Like, and you have to be able to take care of yourself. Yeah. Like, obviously, if we were to be together, get married, whatever, it's like a team thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be with anybody that one doesn't have a job. Because yeah. I'm not going... I already have kids. I'm not going to be raising an adult. I'm just not going to. Well, and... I've been the person that's been with somebody <laughs> without a job, and I've also been the person that stayed home and took care of everything. There's a power struggle regardless. Yeah. Yep, same. Okay. What else? Um, They have to be good with kids. Yes. Like, obviously, because I have obviously. kids. If I didn't have kids... And wanted them, I'd still kind of want somebody who's going to be good with kids because I'd want to have them. Now, if I didn't want kids, then that's whatever. No, it's whatever. Mine is we have to meet on, have the same goals, have the same goals. Because if we don't, then there's no point in Exactly. Like, I know 
I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married one day. I want to have that family dynamic again. If you don't want that, like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. No point. And then you have to be, like, clean. Hygiene-wise, yes. Because, I don't know. I feel like Big Ed saying that. <laughs> I mean, I think Not that's like, a given for most grown-ups. <laughs> but, um, and as far as picking up... I literally saw that meme where it's like, my toxic trait is, I beg people to help me clean up, and then when they do, it's not good enough, and then I just do it myself. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, I don't want to come and hang out at your house if it's a fucking horrible, dirty, gross, filth pit. I mean, some shit here and there is whatever, but... But, like, you also don't want to constantly follow somebody around and pick up after them. Uh, exactly. So Especially making, an adult. If they're making an effort to, like, put stuff away, even yes. if it's not the way you do it, yes, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. That's I know I'm very picky. Like, <laughs> Alex's girlfriend posted something about and, like, tagged me in it. It says when you go to your friend's house and they say sorry for the mess and the picture was, like, immaculate. <laughs> She's like, this is your house. <laughs> I was like, I don't feel that way, but. Yeah. I'm just, like, a neat I'm, like, clean, but I'm also, like, so disorganized. But I I find things better in chaos. My clean, my flaw is laundry. Oh, yeah. That's my flaw. Now, you want to see disarray in my house? Look in my closets. They're, like, Monica closets. Yes. Yes. Literally, that's why everybody calls me Monica, because her house was, like, pure clean. Closet. Closet. Nope. Nope. Closets are... And I even just bought, like, in the last three weeks, organizational stuff for my closet. I hung that up, but that's it. <laughs> nothing, nothing is done. My kid's a tornado, so, like, my, my house is... a. A clean mess. Like, it's not, like, a dirty mess, but no. there's always... No piss and jugs. Yeah. There's <laughs> always just stuff See, that's one thing everywhere. my kids know. Their bedroom is... Oh, God. Their bedroom gives me anxiety. But you know what? That's their space, but I tell them if there's anything in the living room. If they're actually sitting in the living room playing mm-hmm. with something, I'm fine. Fine with that. Mm-hmm. When you're done, go put it in your room. Go put it away. You're not going to get that out. Go in the room. Grab something else out. This, this, that. Oh, that's my kid. For sure. And that's my sister's kids. Like, I can't do it. But my kids know you're going to give me fucking anxiety and you're going to get me, like, really mad. So they're like, whatever. So their room, their room isn't clean all the time. No. But there's times when I open that door and I'm like, holy shit. Get in here now because I'm going to flip out. Oh, I had one of those moments last night. Like... I got up at, like, 3 o'clock because my kid had picture retakes today. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot to lay out an outfit. So I went in there and I was like, I couldn't sleep until, like, 5 because I had, like, anxiety about it. So I just yeah. went in there today and cleaned it. Um, what else, Is that all you have? Cleanliness? Yeah, that's, that's the rest of mine. Okay. So mine are... You have to have a sense of humor. Like, you don't necessarily have to be, like, Adam Sandler. Yeah. Like, a stand-up comedian. But you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah. Like, I hate people that, like, make mistakes. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. Like, you know, 
so yeah they're just so hard on themselves i laugh at myself like i make fun of myself all the time i do too especially when i fall yes because i'm like if i'd have seen that i would have died somebody that appreciates the same (laughs) dumb humor that i do like i love stupid like napoleon dynamite comedies i love them yes i love them so much i would much rather watch that than like anything else yep besides the office um you have to be able to hold a conversation that's not all like surface level i want to be able to have like a deep to be able to conversation with somebody have like a normal conversation but then like a certain subject comes up and you like dive into it like that's the conversation i love like you're completely talking about something else but then something comes up and then you just like full-on oh okay we're going there let's talk about this yeah and that brings me to the next thing even if our opinions differ you have to be able to have a civil conversation like i'm never me and you don't agree on a lot of things no we don't but i'm never (laughs) i'm never gonna be like you're so you're fucking wrong you're stupid like you're like i hear i don't know how many times a week well we'll just agree to disagree disagree. from you all the time like, the things that I obviously will not bend on are, like, you know, human rights issues. Because yeah. that's just being a decent person. But, like, I could be with somebody that, like... Like Donald Trump. That you liked could. Donald Trump, despite my feelings about him. Right? I See, could do that. As long as our values aligned on, like, you know, racial things. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. You know lgbtq rights and stuff like that yeah um i love a man that is in touch with his emotions yes like my ex somebody who doesn't cry constantly but somebody like if you're fucking hurt tell me like i don't want to have to guess like not even cry but i see you showing emotion i don't want to have to guess what's going on in your head exactly or be pissed off because i think you're just not feeling anything yes. like i'm super upfront about my emotions most of the time i've gotten better as i've gotten older but i'm super upfront about them like if i feel like i'm bothering you i'm gonna ask you and if i am just say yeah you're kind of bothering me right now and i'll be like oh my bad like fine get yeah. away from me for a little bit bye i can't stand somebody that's like <clears throat> no i'm fine i'm fine yes like or you're irritating me by saying that no like if you're having like a hard time mentally just say it because mm-hmm. chances are i probably am too like there's Fuck, lots of I shit going on up here day. all the time let's be serious i am constantly and well it brings me back to like being able to have like non-surface level conversations i think back to like my kid's dad and we were together for a long time i don't think we ever had like an actual discussion about like anything that wasn't just like oh the weather's nice or you know it's nice out let's go to the park yeah something like that like we've never sat down and like discussed i had a few with baby daddy a few but in the nine years a few isn't much no and like can dick never (laughs) (laughs) never teach i had a lot but that was just because we were both drinking and in our feelings so we talked constantly yeah like i still to this day could not tell you shit that had like happened to him in his childhood 
Aside from, like, funny stories of his mom and shit See, has said. and I think... And, and I'm not even talking, like, bad shit. Like, good shit either. Like, I've never heard stories about, like, his his childhood or, like, hanging out with his grandparents or... he. We've never talked about shit See, like that. I... I have, but he hasn't. And... I didn't either. I need somebody that can, like, reciprocate those things. Like... Literally have a... Conver- like, a conversation. Yes, because I love knowing, like... I love knowing everything about the person I'm with. Yes! I mean, I, it seems kind of, like, psycho to say that. No, but I love knowing, like, everything because... But, like, if I like you, I just... I'm, like, interested. I just... I'm, I'm interested in what you have to say. Like, to me... Like, baby daddy always talked all the time, all the time about, like, recipes his mom would make growing up. Yeah. But he didn't know the recipes. Like, I was like, oh, well, what are they? I I can try recreating them for Mm -hmm. you. Like, what are they? He would never go into depth about that stuff to where it's like, okay, well, now I have to go and ask your mother. Yeah. Like, kind of things. There's stuff like. Oh, my God. I never even got that. (laughs) Like, the the only stuff I know about Josh (laughs) Is stuff that his mother has told me. Mm-hmm. Aside from the stuff I've obviously been there for. But no. I I don't know anything about when he was, like, younger. And that, I think that's just weird. Like, yeah. you know all this stuff about me. Like, you know that, that I used to love wearing a, le- like, I wore a leotard every fucking day. Do and I roller skated around my neighborhood. It's because he didn't, you... Like, your childhood wasn't, like, amazing. Like, this great fucking childhood. Like, mine wasn't either. Mine was fucked up, but I also loved it. Yeah. Like, you did too. Do you think maybe he's just complete opposite? Like, he doesn't... I just think he's an asshole. Like it? Uh, his parents are good people, and I don't well, see that's his what I'm. Well, that's like what I'm saying. Childhood. Like, do you think it's that, or do you think it's... I think he just doesn't know how to fucking be a normal person. Like... He clearly just doesn't know how to express his feelings. That's the big issue with him. No, unless Because if he knew how to express himself and say exactly what he wanted, mm-hmm. then he'd, you'd be able to know how you could fix certain situations and how other things could be worked out. But he doesn't. He's just like, yeah, I want to be with you. Do you want to be with me? Like, why no. do you want to be with me? I mean, obviously, we haven't had that conversation recently. But no, but I'm saying, like, in general, like, ever. Oh, I remember we would, like, get in arguments. And I'd be like, see, you have nothing to say. Well, what do you want me to say? It's not about what I want you to say. Just, it's what do you want yeah. to say. I, I'm not I say sitting to people here all having, like, an argument with myself. I am known for being, like, multiple times with Teach, Baby Daddy, Everybody I'm known for. Tell me what you want to say. Don't hold back because you think yeah. you're going to hurt my feelings. If you hurt my feelings, you've already hurt me. So yeah. just say what you want to fucking say and just say the truth. Like My thing is, I'm okay, you can hurt my feelings. That's fine. But we can, I mean, depending on what it is, obviously. I've let a lot of shit go that I probably shouldn't have. We can move past it, but I got to know what. Yeah. The reasoning is and why certain things happen which brings me to my thing that i don't like is toxic masculinity i okay you gotta explain okay i'm not good with the so basically my interpretation of toxic masculinity is my ex would think that he was just better because he was a man 
Yeah. No matter what job I had, because it wasn't a hard labor job, was beneath him because he was oh, a mechanic and, and he was working all the, making more money, which is fine. But like, you didn't work for years and uh, I was supporting everybody. So. One of the biggest turnoffs. Like, to that me, drives me crazy. Now that I think about it and you bringing that up. Was there's been guys I've, like, talked to, like, uh, and, you know, not, mm-hmm. like, gotten in a full relationship with, but the big thing, like, they'd, like, ask for background when you're getting to know people, and it's like, well, I was a stay-at-home mom for this many years. Oh, so you were just, like, lazy for five years. Yeah. That? Okay, no. I did not have to get a... I give the kids' dad credit for oh, going absolutely. to work every day. He paid the bills. You did pay the bills. Like, mm-hmm. I... I will give him credit till the day I die for that. But literally, I raised those kids by myself. And you're still doing it. And when I was a stay-at-home mom, yeah, okay, I didn't have to get up to go to work. But uh, when I had a newborn, I was the one getting up all times of the night. Mm-hmm. Then I had to be up all day to be with them. Like, it, that, those hours don't stop. No. And you're literally mentally drained. Because twenty four seven. I was terrified to ask him for help because I'm like, he literally just worked all day mm-hmm. and he worked overtime. Like, you literally do it on your own. I honestly, I would have rather went to work than do that, but it saved us money and it's not a fucking easy job. I hate... I hate when people dog stay-at-home moms. I hate it. I know. I hate it, too. Even if they're like... Some people are even like... Well, they only have one kid. That doesn't My thing is I matter. Okay, so I every everybody knows that kids were never in my plan. But I had a kid. When when I was pregnant with her, I watched way way too much Steve Wilkos <laughs> and Law and Order and all kinds oh, of shit and I'm like fuck no. Mhm. Fuck no nobody is going to watch I Still to this day, only like a handful of people are allowed to be alone with my kid. Yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I, I did the stay at home mom thing. It's now been eight years. I'm still doing the complete single parent thing. Yeah. Which, I mean. It's hard. It is what it is. But I have for this motherfucking quote unquote man, because he's not even really a man. Yeah. To sit there and tell me that I'm a shitty mom, my kid is going to be nothing someday because I yeah. don't have a hard labor job, but who's supporting everybody? You don't pay me nothing. Oh. You don't give me shit. And I'm supporting my kid, my animals, myself. Mm-hmm. I was supporting your ass. I have a house. I have a car. I have more than what I need. Like, my mm-hmm. house is full of, like, Apple products and shit that I've bought with my own money, not yours. So, I mean, I... But he has a hardworking job. He has a hardworking job. And I've never taken that. I've... I've never taken that from anybody. I I have Ever. talked so much shit <laughs> about him because he is, honestly, a pile of shit. Like, he is a shitty fucking person. The shit that he has said about me and the shit he has said about my kid. He's just a shitty person. But he's a hard worker when he's not on drugs, which, you know, now and then is far and few between the times that he's not. Yeah. 
No, I can't. I can't stand that. But even when we were together and I was a stay-at-home mom, I never once said he didn't provide, even though most of the times he would withhold money. And I would either have to have sex with him or he would beat me mm-hmm. or everything so then I could pay bills. Yeah. But we don't ever talk about that. We're never allowed to talk about About that. The, no, <laughs> because we were just stay-at-home moms. We were just stay-at-home moms, yeah. Well, that, like, leads me to, so, um, I went the, so my stepdaughter's mom, whatever, birth mom, came into town. She mm-hmm. had a choir performance and it was her weekend, so she lives out of town I let her and her kids stay at my house so that they weren't going back and forth and that, yeah, you know, she, she took, two and a half hours yeah, away. so that she could go to her concert and her and I were like sitting there, which if you would have told me fucking yeah, years oh my ago, gosh. we would be sitting there drinking a bottle of fucking your wine kids. in my living room with all of them asleep. Hell like, no. Hashing shit out. Hell no. Like, so I sat there and we talked about. How when she was with him, she was working. Mm-hmm. And he and wasn't. He, he was, but it was like years ago. So like minimum wage was like $7. Like, and he worked little less than part time. Like she was like the breadwinner when they were together. She goes, and then I'm not going to lie. It did make me feel bitter when he was with you. He got his shit together. He got a good job and you got to stay home she goes I wasn't mad that you got to stay home but I was mad that I busted my ass Mm -hmm. took care of everything for somebody and then you know they get with you and they did it for you and not me she goes I'm not saying that's your fault but I said yeah but honestly the difference is he can't take that away from you you he has nothing to say because you did work in this this and that I said with me, he just loves being able to say, well, I took care of you. I took care of the kids. Yep. This, this, and that. Do you know, I used to tell him all the time, do you know how hard it is to literally raise these kids? Make sure they have making meals. making them. He doesn't make, have to take care of make them. Make sure they have meals. I made dinner every fucking night, lunch every day, breakfast every day, set up the doctor's and dentist appointments, took them to the doctor's and dentist appointments, Got them registered for school, got them to school and back, fucking gave them baths every night, put them to bed, dealt with everything. Like, he literally... Not to mention the cleaning, the animals, yard work, how... I've never had to do yard work. I give it to him. He did do the yard work. Yes. That he did do. So he did yard work. But literally, when you literally act like you just took care of me and I did nothing... Like you just sat on the couch... He All took day. care of everything, yes. One, he would get mad at me because you you were a stay-at-home mom, too. We'd hang out during the day. We'd play. Because he, he worked play. third shift, yes. so he was sleeping. So I made sure to not be in the house mm-hmm. while he was sleeping as much as I could because he worked third shift. That Yet another thing. But then it was, oh, well, it must be nice to not have to work and get to go and hang out with your friends all day. It, it it was like yeah I did get to go even though at the time friend. I was having a I had an in home and you were like, helping me with like kids and everything else but that's that's uh, ooh I don't a lot of people don't understand the mental toll it takes no. on like a single on a stay at home mom either mm-hmm. you're responsible for not only yourself and another person but also the other person that's working outside of the exactly. home exactly. He had his meals. 
Yeah. He had his laundry. His his laundry was. He never washed, had to do folded. laundry. He never had to clean. No. Never had to cook. Never had to make a bottle. No. Like to this day, I don't even think her dad knows what size clothes she. I wears, gave honestly. I gave him, and I will still give him credit. When I had my son, I had a C section, and he was off for two weeks. He helped me those two weeks. He did, and I I don't want to say he didn't help at all. He, he helped a lot more than he, mine did. He did the bare minimum, though. The bare minimum. Like I said, I can't, I can't even count on one hand how many times he gave my son a bath. To this day, less than five, probably less than three. Let's be honest. I think when we first got home from the hospital, everything was br- was brand new, so it was mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. He would take the baby and, like, hold her and lay with her. And then about a couple weeks later, that stopped When happening. the sleep, the non-sleep yep. sets in, they're like, oh, no, time. No, yep. this is on you. And you're, you're the stay-at-home parent, so you deal with it. And then when I would tell him, like, no, you need to help, he would just call his mom and ship her off to his mom. I would get, because um, he was on third shift then, I would get... Okay, I need to make it till like three o'clock. Then he'll wake up. I can go take a nap for an hour before he gets ready to leave for work. Even that was asking way too much. And then he was like, "I want to spend time with you before I go," which I felt I terrible. But I'm like, I'm like, I need sleep. I need to sleep. Then it was to me begging him, "Can I please just sleep for a half hour? Just give me twenty minutes. Give me twenty minutes to sleep." Mm-hmm. Couldn't even do that. I mean, thank God for my mom and my mother-in-law. They were a godsend yeah, when my daughter mine. was a newborn. Not mine. Like, I I think I struggled with postpartum pretty bad. Oh, um, I did. I did. That's the other thing. He told me postpartum wasn't real because his mom never had it. And he never, he was, I wasn't on any pills. Until I had my son. Mm -hmm. And I got on the pills because I had postpartum. He literally said, well, I've never had to be with a girl who's on pills. So, okay, thanks. Birthed your kid and raising your other kid, you know. Still, to this day. Yeah, postpartum isn't real. Yeah. But. Anyway, that kind of got off. (laughs) Yeah, that took a turn. Okay, anyways, I can't stand a man that thinks he's better than me because he's a man. And also, if you're shitty to your friends or your mom, that's a huge red flag to me. If you're shitty, okay, unless your mom is shitty. Yeah, but if you have, like, I was gonna say because I'm really. If you have like a mother. decent mom, mm-hmm. and you treat her like shit, if you can't respect your mother, you can't respect women. That's in my opinion. Yeah. Like my my ex mother in law, she, I mean, everybody has their flaws, but she was. Yeah. She's a good person. Like, she was a good mom. And he just treated her like shit. Unless he needed something. Should have been my first clue. But, you know, I was young and dumb. Yeah. Those are my... What's yours? Once. Um. (sighs) That felt so good to get all of that out. I did, too. I never knew how much bitching I wanted to do about my stay-at-mom period. Yeah. Stay-at-mom period. And you know what? I think I feel so proud of myself with my stay-at-home experience because my mother was not in the picture at all. Mm-hmm. My mom dipped out. 
and left it to my dad to work and raise five kids on his own. So I was like, you know what? I can do this. I'm going to do it. My mom was, my mom was awesome. Like my mom still to this day is a fucking angel. Does she drive me nuts sometimes? Definitely. Like don't get me wrong. I say it all the time. I love my mother. I love my mother. I just don't like her as a person. I love, I would literally be nowhere if I didn't have my mom. But, um, I mean, my mom worked full time and then she still had to take care of the kids. Still had to do it. My dad wasn't present either. He's going to be mad when he hears this, but, I mean, it's true. Well, my mom wasn't. I give my dad all the... Oh, my God. And I was... I feel... You know, my grandma used to tell me, too, because me and my dad, like, butted heads. But I think I think it was because he said all the time, I'm just like my mother. I can and, see that. And I look like her. So, like, we would, like, butt heads. I think Sheena looks more like your mom. I don't know. Apparently, we're, like, identical. Like, he would... He would get drunk... And, of course, you know, now that I know how I act when I'm drunk, I used to sit there as a kid, like, who never drank in my life, be like, I don't understand why he acts like that. Like, when I drink, I'm not going to do that. But he used to be like, I can't fucking stand to look at you. You look just like your mother. And I'd hate him for it. But then when I got older, I was like, you know what? I don't think he meant it as an insult to me. It was an His insult heart to her. Was broken. And he was dealing with shit, and alcohol makes you say things you probably shouldn't. Like, do I think do I think it was wrong of him? Yeah, I do. But am I going to hold it against him forever? No. I can't fucking imagine raising five fucking kids on my fucking own. When somebody just decides they're going to go get ice cream one day. Yeah, they're going to go get ice cream and tell the kids they're getting ice cream and just leave and go gallivant around the U.S. I wonder if Jordan ever got his ice cream. No. He probably is getting it now because he's... Attached to her tit 30 years later, but... Still breastfeeding. But, no, like, I... But my grandma used to always say, you're going to get older, and you're going to have kids, and you're going to, like, see what he went through, and Mm -hmm. this, this, and that. And I remember, um, first time I ever had a real, like, conversation with him, uh, I was with Beer Candic, which that was, that was what, well, what I thought was, like... First love. This is my first serious relationship. I am going to be with this guy forever. I literally wrote off everybody when I was with him. I know. It was literally me and him. And then it ended and I was like. That's what abusers do though. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's just me. Well, it really ended and I literally tipped rock bottom. You know, I overdosed. Mm -hmm. Fucking my dad had to come and get me from the hospital And I was, like, it was weird. When I got out, I was, like, numb. And he sat me down at the bar. He took me to the bar where he lived. And he's, like, you have to eat. I didn't eat for, like, two weeks. I was, like, like I said, I went from being in a relationship with somebody. Was it a good one? No, because I was hit all the time. I was mentally abused all the time. Like, I was fucking drained. And I literally, the only person I had was my grandpa because we lived with him. Um, and he was like, you know, I wanted to do that when your mom left, right? And I was like, no, I still at this point didn't have kids either. Like, I was like, no, what? I don't know you wanted to do that. He's like, no guy's worth it, but like, you literally don't have anything with this guy. Like, then I was so pissed at him. I'm like, 
I loved him, he loves me, blah, 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 blah. You don't have to have kids to feel this way about somebody. But, like, he sat there and he's like, you don't have kids. You can let go. You can do whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, whatever, my dad's an asshole, blah, 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 blah. Fuck you, Dave. Fuck this. (laughs) Even though he's, he literally, like, fought and got me out of the hospital and everything. That was, like, really bad time. I know, my dad did that, too, when I overdosed. My dad's like... I was, oh, I was there for three hours and I was fucking, I was, oh, you, you remember me back then. I was mean. I was a mean fucking person. Can you imagine me coming Um, off drugs in a mental hospital when all I wanted to do was go home and take a nap with my dog? I was a fucking bitch. So, my, my experience, it was like, I don't, I don't even know why I did it. Like, I know I was like sad and lonely and literally felt like I literally had no one but I did I don't even remember how many pills I took but I did and oh mine was like clear it was it's weird it comes in patches because I remember being in the ambulance and the guy was talking to me and he like read my name and Mm -hmm. he goes do you remember getting babysat on a farm which when my parents were still listen to this my parents were still together at the time when I did get babysat, me and uh, my brother went to this lady who was on a farm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, my God, I know you. <laughs> so he reached out to his mother who contacted my mother. So let it be known, me and my mom never got along either. Here I am waking up. I don't know how long I was in the hospital because I like was like knocked the fuck out because of it. I wake up. I don't remember this, though. My sister tells it to me all the time. I guess I woke up and saw my mother there and was throwing a fucking fit. I tried pulling my catheter out and leaving the room and shit like that and telling him, screaming at her to get the fuck out. Like, it was bad. But the the kicker was I was getting out that day. Mm-hmm. My older brother was coming to get me. Stupid me, you know, wanting to talk to Beer Can Dick. I'm like, I need to talk to him, blah, 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 blah. I feel so stupid. Called him on the phone there. And uh, I don't remember. Something was said, and I was like, well, what are you doing, blah, 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 blah. He's like, why are you calling me? And stupid me, you know, I'm like, oh, he doesn't want anything to do with me, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, I go, oh. So you just, it's just done. You don't want to talk to me at all. Nothing. He's like, you should have finished what you started. So my reply to him was, yeah, you're right. Maybe I should have. Then the doctor comes in because they listen to the phone calls and she's like, we're going to have to send you to the psych ward, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? I was being a smart ass. They made me go up there. My dad had me out within an hour. My dad was like, nope. Get the fuck out of there. Oh, my God. I thought the psych ward was so bad. I would give anything for three days in the fucking I wouldn't, psych I wouldn't. ward now. I was traumatized. Nope. No, my... Like, oh, God. That was, like, one of the lowest points. I've had so many low points in my life, but it's all... All of them have been from my three relationships that fucked me up. I have struggled with you know substance abuse as far as like you know painkillers and shit like that for a really long time and I, I kind of started when I was like 
how old was I? Seventeen when I overdosed. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember even how or why. I just remember the sequences that day. I was just popping Xanax like it was going fucking like they were fucking M and M's. I remember being at school and our teacher like pulled me in the hallway. He's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I'm great. I'm great. He's like, "You seriously, you're walking weird. You're not. You don't look good." I'm like, "I just need to go home and I'm take tired. a nap." So I I left because I just told him I was leaving, going home. So I left. I picked up my friend. We went to Walmart, and I don't remember what happened. I just know we went to Walmart. We went to Walmart. I dropped her off at home. I crashed my car on the way home. Left the scene of the accident. Fucked the front of my car up. I went to the house that I was living with my dad. He found me passed out on the recliner with a tub of frozen yogurt. Like melted all down me. He's like, you need to go to the hospital. I said, I just want to fucking sleep. Mm-hmm. So I got in my car and I left. I went over to my mom's house, got in my bed at her house, and she somehow got me into a car. I don't know. She asked me what happened to my car, and I'm like, I don't remember. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> she got me into her car, got me to the hospital. The only thing I remember in the hospital is drinking the black shit. Yep. Downing it and then, like, giving them giving me Sprite after. Mm-hmm. And then waking up in a bitchy fucking mood. Yeah. I woke up angry. Oh, I was mad. I always told myself, too, I was like, I'm never going to let myself get that low again. Like, oh, my God. Like, I was like, oh, my God, why was I so stupid? But honestly... Two times I've wanted to do it again, but I haven't because of my kid. Oh, I so, have. I have. I just. I I've been fucking lucky. Yeah, you have. Like me, be- I my anxiety gets going thinking about, God, if something happens to me, where's my fucking kids going to go? And that's a worse scenario for me. See, I know my kid would be taken care of. Like, absolutely. Well, I know. And this sounds so shitty of me. I know my daughter absolutely would be taken care of. She would go to my parents. They would have split custody of her. Yeah. I already have it all, like, willed out. My thing is, if something happens to me, what happens to, like, my animals? They they have nobody. They get split up between everybody. Yeah, you would probably have to take Alan. Oh, no. <laughs> I would you get Rogan. a good home for them. I would take Diesel or Joey. I sign up for those, too. Joey's just going to have to be put down because you know he would not be able to survive without me. Oh, my God. No, honestly, though. I've never. No. I've been clean, though, for. I've been clean from, like, pain pills and Xanax. See, I've Using them as they're prescribed. Like, I still use them. So, I guess I'm not clean. But I'm not abusing them anymore for, like, a year, year and a half. See, and ever since mine, and being fucking 19 and having that whole situation scare the fuck out of me, I'm like, nope, never taking a pill again unless I have to. Nope, never. That Yeah, it was bad. But like I said, you got to do sh- shit to learn. Yeah. I mean. This has gotten really deep. It has. A lot of stuff is going to come out on this that nobody <laughs> even knows. So. <laughs> nobody knows. That's about, cool. I know, nobody knows about my. 
my situation besides family, but. Yeah, uh, nobody knew about my um, drug problem until right now, so <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> and then I'm laughing. Veering off. What, what were well, we Well, you know I laugh at uncomfortable situations, so. None of, I just think, like, especially with recent events with me, like, um, sorry, I'm burping. Um, like, with the shit going on and people still talking about me outside of the work, like, it, I think I just get so frustrated with the fact that they sit there and, like, call me certain names and call me crazy and call me insane when they literally don't know, like, the shit I've like been through and dealt with like you think you know me because I talked to you when I worked there for the three years mm-hmm. but you don't like am I an overly emotional person absolutely clearly but I think that's better than being like emotionless yeah but for, like it makes me so mad that like I don't know how to how do I say this that like, I got to that low point where I literally wanted to end my life. And there's, I've never been that low until recently with that whole situation. I told myself, when I did that years ago, I'm never going to get to that place again. Mm-hmm. And literally the last few weeks, I've been letting those, like, people make me feel that way. And I'm like, you know what? Nope. Promise myself not doing that, not going down that road again that I think I just... Ooh, I need to completely check out the situation at all. And everybody keeps saying, don't worry about what other people say, this, this, that. I mean, obviously, I let my whole fucking (laughs) one flaw story go out there. But, no, I, ooh, thank God for Adele. (laughs) Honestly. Because I didn't have Adele back then. So, maybe that was the issue. Speaking of Adele, so Taylor Swift released... Re-released Red yes. last week. And um, I've been breaking my own heart every day since. Because I remember when it when it first came out. Because, like, it was Because we were young and we were like, oh, and she's just being overdramatic. Not even that. I don't That's think. That's what I thought. I, I thought of it as this. We all know that All Too Well was for Jake Gyllenhaal. We all know they dated. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But my point of view back then, I was like, eh. It was just three months. Like, I get you're upset, but you're that upset. And then it was also, hello, how many other people can you date? Like, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's cute. Yeah. Um, Personality-wise, what I've seen in interviews, I don't think he's that great. No. But there's so many other people you could date. I'm just saying, you didn't, you weren't endgame with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, well. Now, that 10-minute version. Oh, my God. I've been crying. I'm like, like you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like. I am one of those people that hates Jake Gyllenhaal right now. <laughs> like, I See, here's the thing. Okay, I'm on the fence to where I literally want to walk by him on the street and go, you go to hell. <laughs> like, but at the same time, in his defense... I would hate for something to follow me years later. I would. Oh, I love that. It. Here's, well, here's, here's, I'm going to explain it this way. So, do I think people should have their pitchforks ready for them? No. This is literally 
10 years later. It, it'd be different if this news just surfaced. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Literally. I don't think, like, you know, he needs to be, like, hung or, well, like, Yeah, because now they're know. doing, like, the hashtag cancel Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, that's a little, that's a little, it's not I like hate, R. Kelly. I hate like, cancel culture, like, to be honest. Oh, I'm all for it for I, certain things. Cancel R. Kelly, please. Well, get him the fuck okay, out of here. Okay, yes, like, things like that. But, like, you can't cancel people for just doing things that not, you don't like. Yeah, for not. Like, peeing on little girls. Okay, yeah, yeah. cancel him for that. Yeah. But, like, okay, people that have made mistakes. I have made so many mistakes oh, in my life. Me, obviously. I, I'm not the person that I was even, like, a year ago. Yeah. Or even six months ago. Six months ago, I was fucking miserable. And I was the happiest I've been in years. And now look at me. <laughs> Time changes. But my, my point is, should he get a little grief because now we know the whole story? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. should he get... Give her her fucking sweater back. Or her fucking... Should he get, like, mean back. tweets? Yeah, probably. Because, Should you know, he get... Yeah. Should he get bullied a little bit? Yeah. But not, like, There's death no, threats and yes. physical violence. And, and no and, cancel Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, yeah. I... I, I feel for her. I feel for her so much, especially with the new one out. Like, I get it. But at the same time, I wish people would understand that she, this is also 10 years later. Like, yes. she's... She's moved on. She remembers it. Like, it obviously was a point in her life. But, I mean... <laughs> I do love that she, like, re-recorded it, though. And she got to, like, put all of the emotion that she uh-huh. probably wanted to... Yep. Into that album, and I love it. I'm here for it. And I'm it. not gonna lie, the Jake Gyllenhaal like shit on TikTok, I'm living. It's hilarious because it's fucking great. Yes. Like, like, do I think Jake Gyllenhaal's like hiding out in his house? No, probably not. Uh, I think he is. Yeah, maybe. Do you really think he's not? Do you see everything? Okay. Do should people like hurt him? No, no that's what I'm saying. I Taylor's, don't agree I mean, with she's it. She's happy. She's happy in a relationship now. She's more successful than Jake Gyllenhaal is. Exactly. Like, she is the music industry, regardless if you like her or not. That's why I said, she's okay. everything. When she first came out, I think I did. I don't think I liked her as a country artist. No. I, d- I didn't. I just didn't. I do love her first album, though. I do. I love it. I, I just didn't like her sound. I don't know why. I didn't say I didn't like her, but I never liked her sound. When she did the country. I love, like, 1989 and up. Yes. Like, when so, everything started getting more, like, edgy and angry. And let's say, <laughs> let's say even if, like, somebody doesn't like her sound or whatever. She's a fucking lyrical genius when it comes to writing songs. If you don't like the way she sings or whatever, that's fine. But give her fucking credit for the, you know what I found out, too? She fucking wrote Better Man. I didn't know that. Little Big Town sings mm. Better Man. That's like Chef's Kiss, one of my favorite songs. I'm like, oh, of course that bitch wrote that. Yeah, she did. Uh, I but heard somewhere that if she wasn't a performer, she would be the top paid like, music writer. Hands down, her and Adele. Okay, I love Taylor Swift, but I love Adele more. Okay, Sorry, could I you imagine if Lizzo, Taylor Swift, and Adele did like a, a collab a broken-hearted melody. Like, oh my on. god, I I would not be able to to handle. I'm gonna get teary-eyed right now thinking yeah, about it. I would like, not be able to handle myself. That's the kind of heaven I want to go into. Yes, that performance, like on this is the mm. end. The Baxter Boys is great. I would love that. 
for an opener. But then the... <laughs> the main course. Is those three. No, I... <laughs> the Jake Jim, I love it. I fucking love it. I love it so much. And because... So, here, I wanted to do a little... Not game, but I wanted to do a little activity. So, we're on the subject of it. So, clearly you and I are not lyrical geniuses. No. And we cannot sing whatsoever. No. Would I love to be able you to You should just, hear us on our mic test. Like, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Would I love to be able to sing or write a song about the men that fucked me up and whatever? I would love to, but I can't. But we're just so, going to leave it to Taylor Swift and Adele. Instead... We'll just talk shit about them on the internet. We're <laughs> that too. But I wanted to do an activity where we picked songs, breakup songs, for anger our most songs, toxic relationships. For our most, not even necessarily toxic, but our heartbreaks. I only have one person that has ever broken my heart. Oh, I've had three. I've had one. I've had three. But it's been enough heartbreak for like six. But, so we for sure. We picked one Taylor Swift song for each, but we've also picked other ones that yes. we felt connected to. So, how many How many did you do then? I only have one. Oh. I, I have one three. Taylor Swift song and another No, song. one person? Oh, yeah, one person. Oh, I did three. You I did do yours three. first, and I'll do mine. Okay. So, first one. These are my three major heartbreaks. Beer Can Dick. Clearly, especially after what I just talked about. The first song that's not Taylor Swift is Undo It by Carrie Underwood. Ooh, yes. Specifically because I've literally, I'm so embarrassed about how I acted in that situation and the end of it. Like, no. Specifically the, now I only have myself to blame for falling for your stupid game, which that motherfucker was all about games and whatever. Um, I wish my life could be the, was, be the way it was before I saw your face. You stole my happy, yep. You made me cry. Yep. Took the lonely and took me for a ride because obviously he made me be alone the whole time. And he stole your car. Yes, he did steal and crash it. <laughs> Fuck. But I want to undo it. That 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 song is great. That's one of my Beer Can Dick songs. Now, Taylor Swift song, which I have to pick is I Knew You Were Trouble. Because I did. He was not. <laughs> I knew I knew it was bad. Like, and I just dove into it. Specifically the, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Shame on me. Uh, flew me to places I'd never been. I'm live, lying on the cold, hard ground. Um, and the whole, like, you never loved me thing. So, that those are my two songs for Beer Can Dick. Okay. Um... Baby Daddy. So, I have three for him. First one, I Can't Hate You Anymore by Nick Lachey. Specifically, these lyrics. How could we quit something we never really tried? Him and I, I, I can honestly look back and say we never fully, like, tried. Because if we... You and your we, kids, Dad? Yeah, we. Uh, I tried. Oh, he, we, you like, never, we, us you never together, tried. yeah, never tried. Um, and you still can't tell me why this part right here kills me every time. We built it up to watch it fall like it meant nothing at all. I gave and gave the best to me, but couldn't give you what you need. Because I did. I literally gave him everything I had. you didn't have sex with him enough. Yeah. And 
but clearly I didn't give you what you needed. Then you walked away. You stole my life just to find what you're looking for. No matter how I try, I can't hate you anymore. So he literally walked away because he thought he was going to find what he mm-hmm. was looking for, and he didn't. And I did. I hated him for that. But you know what? Now it's whatever. It's done. It's done. Yeah, look at the mess he's made of his life now. So that song is like, whoo. When I get to, like, be angry with him, I'm like, I need to turn on <laughs> Nick Lachey. Can't hate you anymore. Obviously, so I only picked one Adele song for these because I don't want my Adele songs to be tainted. Because if they are, then they are no good to me. So, I want Adele to be my happy songs. Like, hmm. I'm going to walk down the aisle to one of her songs. I'm going to have my first dance to one of her songs. Like, I'm making sure Adele is my happy place. But this one, she hit it on the nail. The Easy On Me. Reminds me of Baby Daddy. Uh, where she says, there, uh, there ain't no room for things to change when we're both deeply stuck in our ways. Which is true. Neither of us want mm-hmm. to change. Um, and that you can't deny how hard I've tried. I changed who I was to put you both first. Well, you three. Because mm-hmm. I tried so hard for him and the kids. And then, um, I was still a child and didn't get the chance to feel the world around me. We were like babies. Okay, yeah. 20 isn't a baby, but it's like fresh out the house you don't have your parents guiding your every fucking move like in our case we were living with our grandparents yeah like at 20 i was coming off of that horrible abusive relationship and found this person that in the beginning was great and nice and i saw he was a single dad so i got with him and i immediately because he love bombed you and then he started doing his shit when he had you I immediately grew up to help him raise his kid, and then we got pregnant three years later, and then it was like that. Like, I had no... Everybody in their 20s, like, at the time, I was okay with it. I was Mm -hmm. like, I have my family. I found my, like, home early, like, whatever. Once my kids are older, I'll get to go out and have fun because I had them young kind of thing, but... Like, I did. Like, I never felt the lyrics so bad. But that, like, I didn't get, I was just a child. I didn't get a chance to feel the world around me. Like, that part kills me. But, I mean, oh, fucking Adele. (laughs) Tears me up. But that song is, like, perfect for that. Now, the Taylor song for Baby Daddy probably is Cold As You. He is cold. So the lyrics for that were, you have a way of coming easily to me. And when you take, you take the very best of me. So I start fighting because I need to feel something. And you don't know what you want, but I'm not what you wanted. Like he want, he wanted me, the benefits of me, but he didn't want me. Mm-hmm. Now that, like, I'm out of that relationship, I see it. And then the part where she says, you put you put up the walls and paint them all a shade of gray. And I stood there loving you and uh, wished them all away. Like, he had so many walls up. He had, he was just, like, I tried and tried and tried to fix it. And he just wouldn't tell me what would fix it besides sex but that way he can say it was just sex all he wants clearly it was something else yeah because now he has a girl that fucks him yeah all he wants so 
whatever. But those, those are his to a T. So, probably with the reason that happened, I shouldn't be talking, but I'm going to. So, teach. <laughs> Third heartbreak. Most recent. There's three songs for him, too. Okay, this first one. You Should Probably Leave by Chris Stapleton. Only because... <laughs> I wish I could, like, get him to be a guest on here because he could probably agree with this. This one I listen to all the time because of me and him because it is so me and him. So it says, um, I recognize the look in your eyes. You should probably leave because I know you and you know me and we both know where this is going to lead. If him and I were to get together and simply just hang out, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be that. <laughs> like, if me and him get in the same room... We know there's highly going to be sex. <laughs> or fighting. And, or fighting, or very emotional kind of shit. So, there's none to that. And then it says, we both know where this is going to lead. And then it says, you want me to say that I want you to stay, so you should probably lead. That's me. My flaw. Because if I go there, I'm going to be, I want, I'm going to want him to be like, you should just stay. <laughs> Don't tell me that's not it to a T. And then, um, like a devil on my shoulder, you keep whispering in my ear, and it's getting kind of hard to do the right thing here. So it's like me, I am like the devil on his shoulder, not intentionally. A little bit intentionally. No, not intentionally, but it's me because that would make me feel better. I go into this mode of like, oh, well, I'll feel better if this happens or this happens. So then I start rambling on and off and he's like trying to be a good guy here and end this and not do this like blah 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 so that song i listen to it over and over and i'm like oh my fucking god that's me and him this one this one i want to say is more for me not really him but this one it's like she was in my fucking head so this one's called moments by kate that's this girl i found on tiktok mm. This one says, and my friends just love asking what we are, but all I can say is, I had him for a moment, then I didn't, I wasn't what he wanted anyways, don't got a name for it, but I had him for a moment, and I loved it. Then, wasn't long, but it feels like it was something, there's no way to it, and I don't know what to call it, but at least I got moments. And then... <laughs> I can't call you my ex, but I knew we were close. You gave me nothing that I could keep, and I wonder what you call me now, but I never want to ask around. So, one, he likes to talk all the time about how, oh, we were toxic, we are this, this, and that, but he doesn't talk about... A thing of fake blood oh, just God. exploded on me. Gross. <laughs> but he never talks about the good moments. There was a ton of good moments. Yeah. And it's literally when people are like, what were you? I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Nope. And then, uh, I can't call you my ex. Can't. But it was something. Like, this song is fucking perfect for this situation. When I heard it, I was like, holy shit. She must have came in my dreams and whatever. But. But the part that really got me was the, I wonder what you call me now, but I never want to ask around. Because clearly he was talking about me to people at the workplace. Yeah, and clearly. it really makes me wonder, 
how he explained me to people if they're sitting there calling Oh, I'm sure he insane. made himself look like the victim. So that song is like perfect. Because that's for what narcissists do. That's a perfect song. But last one, the Taylor Swift song for him. And it has been for the last few months. Mr. Perfectly Fine. That is so I can agree with that. The Mr. Perfect Face, Mr. Here to Stay. Mr. Looked me in the eyes and told me you would never go away. That I heard numerous times. Um, Mr. Leaves me all alone. I fall apart. It takes everything in me just to get up each day. But it's wonderful to see that you're okay. And how's your heart after breaking mine? Like, he's just fine. He's fine. He's still fine. So, that one's the perfect Taylor Swift <laughs> one. So, if I were to be super famous, I would tweet each one of these songs during my breakups with each one of them and make them feel shitty. <laughs> because I am not Taylor Swift and I can't do that. Like, Okay. Sing. So, for my... I, I've only had one person, like, break me. To the point where I never thought I was going to get through it. Um, I had, you know, tried to unalive myself several times. Obviously unsuccessful, which I'm grateful for now. But, um, yeah. So I only have two songs. The first one is Face Down by the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Because, you know, for obvious reasons... He used to beat on me. Yep. Uh, beating on me would make him feel better about himself. It would make him feel like he was better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's tried to kill me multiple times. So, I mean, that's my obvious one. This one's kind of obvious, too. But uh, my Taylor Swift one is all too well. Because... <sighs> We got together when we were young. Mm-hmm. Every Everything. Dating was new. Being in love was new. And it was exciting. And it was scary. And I feel like in that song, she kind of talks about how he, like, more or less was basically the person that destroyed her. And he doesn't remember it that way, but she does. Which is exactly like my situation. Um... Josh was my first love. He was the first person to break me and destroy who I was as a person ever. Uh, The relationship made me the person that I am today. I'm stronger because of the abuse and the heartbreak, the dysfunction. Um, He broke me to the point where I never thought I would be able to put myself back together. And, I mean, now I'm thriving. Same. My life is coming together and I'm a lot stronger than... I used to be. And I said, also, I'm the kind of petty bitch where I, too, would like to be in a happy relationship and then ruin my ex's life ten years later. Yes. And make the whole world hate him. Like, I mean, like, mine, I think, so, the first two, obviously, both of those, I was in very physical and mentally abusive relationships. So, I think when I got with Teach, it was literally a complete 180. And I think that's why I struggled so much with that one, because he literally was great to me. So I opened up like I never had before. I did things I never did with anybody else because of the way he treated me compared to the other two relationships. So I was like, 
And when I was, like, down in the dumps about that, I was like, oh, my God, if I got over those two and dealt with that, I can get over this one. But it's like this one's different. It's like that one, like, I can't be like, here's a piece of shit and put his hands on me. Oh, here's a piece of shit and call me a fat ass all the time when I walked in the door. Like, like, I, I can't do that. So, it's like those three relationships, like, define. So, it's like now... After teach, if I do get with somebody, let's say I do connect with them, whatever, and it, we date for a while, let's say it ends, at least I know from can get his experience, it. I can get over that. Yeah. Like, which I'm like, God, I hope next relationship fucking works out and it's the last one. But at least I know I can come back from both fucking situations, so. That's kind of where I am, too. Like, I've literally been... In the worst, I mean, you know more of it than what I've talked Mm -hmm. about in here. I've been in literally the worst situations of my life where I've almost died. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've almost taken my own life. I resorted to an ungodly amount of pills and cutting myself, harming myself. And now, like, to see where I am, even just like a year ago... I was still in that same place is so crazy. And mm-hmm. the fact that I'm even ready to like eventually move on and meet somebody and open yeah. my heart up to them again is crazy. Right. But now I know what I will not tolerate. See, and I literally, if I didn't have my kids. And I went through all that for a piece of shit man that didn't have any emotions. So. Right. Imagine what I would do for a good man. Exactly. (laughs) My dilemma. No, I literally, though, if it wasn't for my kids, I would have literally fallen back to that place I was in that first situation, and I know it. So I'm like, oh, thank God for them. They've literally saved my life countless times. I shouldn't rely on my children to help me get through a breakup. But thank fucking God. They do. Well, then I sat um, and was talking to my daughter the other day. She said something. She's like... You know, something about, like, crying over a boy. She's like, I really liked him, and he doesn't want to, like, be my boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, you're, listen, you're going to have that, like, forever. Mm. Forever. For a very long time. But it's like, I feel such a, I feel like such a fraud sitting there telling her, you know, you'll find somebody who does this, 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 and that. Because she may never find that. And then it's like, oh, you don't need to cry over a boy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, as I'm sitting there sneaking in my room, locking myself in there, bawling over guys. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm not the best person to get advice from. <laughs> Maybe we should talk to somebody else. I'm 30 years old. I did find somebody that I do want to be my boyfriend, and they don't want to be my boyfriend. So <laughs> I'm going to cry I about that now. <laughs> literally the one, like... See, and I think that's what kills me. This is, I think this is why I'm convinced I'm going to be alone. The one person I completely was my true self with and opened up with, karma fucking bit me in the ass and ruined it. And I'm like, I'm never going to go through that again. I'm never going to fully give somebody all of me because look where that got me. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be alone the rest oh, of my see, life. Oh, see, I'm so like Michael Scott. You don't watch The Office, no. but... So he breaks up with this lady and he's like, I'm just, 
he says he's never going to date anybody again. And then the next episode, he goes, he finds somebody attractive. He goes, yep, I'm ready to be hurt again. Like, that's me. Like, See, that's yep. not me. I'm so, like, hopeless romantic. Well. I'm a hopeless romantic, I, but. I have come to terms with the fact that I am a hopeless romantic deep down. I'm also very cynical. But. See, I am, but I was, like, I look at it as, so the guys I didn't give everything to left me because I didn't give that to them, pretty much. And then the one person I gave everything to, it wasn't good enough. So it's like, I'm in a lose-lose situation. Somebody, I don't give them everything, they're going to be like, well, this is just not what I want. And then I give somebody everything and all the effort, they're like, well, you know, you're just not good enough. That's because the guy you gave it to wasn't good enough. Like, I'm, like, traumatized from that, so, like, but... I oh I know oh my God, hopefully I can just you know what's funny now which is horrible. I was talking, I think I talked to you about it, but I talked to my sister. I'm like I think I could do a friends with benefits now, but an actual friends with benefits to where you literally go fucking leave. Yeah, not like hang out like no, actual friends. No, so I was like, I was like talking to my sister and literally we we're both like can do friends with benefits now but it has to be friends with benefits like you only hit them up when you want sex and you go like home. me and kfb yeah like i could although he tries to i mean i'd still slick. have to be with somebody like i connected with and shit obviously but i like at this point i'm like he tries to get slick sometimes and you know you know the situation but yeah um and I'm like, and that's the other thing. I got, like, good sex, like, good toy sex and shit that it's like, I'm too nervous to attempt that with anybody else. But I need to just, just be like, listen. Yeah, you just, you just gotta tell people what you want. And you know what they say, you are, you're never gonna end up with the best sex of your life because the best sex of your life is attached to a toxic motherfucker. Great. No, um. But. Like, okay, what was that one show you wanted me to watch? Sex Life. Yes! The best sex of her life. Wasn't he toxic as fuck? Yes, but how did that show end? I don't know. I didn't watch it. How did it end? She's with the best sex of her life! Okay, well, that's beyond the point. Didn't she try to have her... (laughs) Didn't she try to have her husband, like, do that stuff? Yes. Okay, so that's back to my point. But here's the thing about Sex Life. She... I give it to her husband. He tried and did what she wanted. But clearly, it wasn't just about the sex with those other two. There's other feelings. But the ending, she's still with her husband. She's basically just like, we're going to have an affair. And here's the sad thing. So maybe that's what you need to do. (laughs) No, I'm not even kidding. So I literally thought about that. Like, I will find my husband, my person, whatever, make a family with. But if this motherfucker with his arms and glasses strolls in, it's done. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm still going to be with him, but we can fuck. That's how, that's why this You Should Probably Leave song comes in. Because I know no matter how length, how big a length of time, if that motherfucker wants to have sex, like, whew, I think, though, you I would eventually it. grow The sex out of was that. great. Um, but... Go, going on to my... You can always... 
sex is not like a one and done thing. You can build up to that great sex as long as you have like communication and shit. And somebody who's willing to do it. Literally, my dream. I was literally, I couldn't make out the person. I don't know who it was. But, but if, okay, you like using toys. Would you be with somebody if they didn't like using toys? Yeah, I'd settle. That's weird. If I, like, liked them and stuff, like, I'm not going to do anal with anybody else. Absolutely okay, I'm not, not. talking anal. I'm no, talking, but I'm like, saying certain things. Toys even toys. And I mean, I'd want to use them, but if they didn't do that, I'm not going to pressure somebody to do it. But it could be a discussion. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Like, a discussion, but if they decided they didn't want it, I would end up settling. Okay, like, I can understand, like, the whips and cattle, whatever. But. Like, I could, if somebody didn't want me to lick their ass or not lick my ass, that's fine. Yeah, but, okay, if somebody is, like, dead set on no vibrators, could you really honestly be with them? No. That's weird. No, probably not. But I don't know. I think it's weird when guys see, like, a vibrator as competition instead of, like, an ally. Probably because they've heard their women have, like, really big, like, moans from a vibrator. Like, don't get me wrong. I've had somebody give me a great fucking orgasm, but nobody's giving me a pow- giving me a powerful one like my vibrators Yeah. Have. Sorry. Like my little purple. Th- That's what they're made thing. for. Yeah. Obviously, guys weren't made to do, like, extreme orgasms. Thank you, God. Okay, like cock rings. Yes. If a guy's dead, I don't know why a guy would be dead set on a cock ring. Like, dead set on not yeah. using one. Like, because that feels good for you as well. I know. Um, so, my dream. I yes. told you about it. But, literally. Your sexy Santa dream? Yes! He was dressed in a Santa suit, but he was like a hot Santa. But I can't picture his face. Like, bad Santa? Ew. No. Like, a buff. Had the pants on and the straps, but no, like, coat. And then a Santa hat on. I was tied to the bed with Christmas lights, and I was singing Oh Holy Night while we were fucking, which, to me, that's the weird part. Why not, like, Jingle Bells or All I Want for Christmas? It was Oh Holy Holy Night. Night. Maybe it was Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my God, maybe I fucked Jesus. (laughs) It's Jesus. It was his birthday. (laughs) You never know, but, oh, my God, like, that is such a... You probably would have been singing, like, birthday sex or something. Not only do I want the leg spreader now, now I'm on a mission. Christmas lights. To have the leg spreader and tied up a fucking Christmas. Oh my god. I would probably. What be- if they wrapped the leg spreader in Christmas that lights? That literally makes me feel so turned on right now. I'm not even kidding. Like that has me so excited. How would I experiment with somebody so bad? Hear me out. Do you have any Christmas lights around here? We gotta stop at Target. Get some Christmas lights. Why? I'm gonna show you a good time. I'll show you. I will show you. Like. Oh my god, it just sounds like so much fun. Um, side note, also, um, remember how I said, um, my ideal proposal, like, decorating Christmas mm-hmm. tree or whatever? I found something that topped it. What? I watched, uh, yesterday, the Adele One Night Only concert. It's amazing, by the way. Her fucking vocals, like, I had chills. I had goosebumps the whole time. Then Lizzo's in the front, like, dancing along to her and shit. Like, it was the greatest fucking concert. Do you want to get proposed to at, a, at an Adele show? Yes, so listen. With an ornament? Oh, with an ornament would be great. Like, with an ornament box? Dude, you need to watch it. You need to watch the concert because this guy, oh my god, it was so fucking funny, too. 
literally reached out to her people or whatever, and she's like, listen, she has noise counseling headphones on and a blindfold. He's going to bring her up here. All of you be quiet or I'll kill you. That's literally what she says. <laughs> and she's like, he's going to propose to her, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so they come walking in. And she ta- he takes the shit off her and she's like, where am I? Because <laughs> there's this whole like, big concert, whatever. And she's like, what? And then she sees Lizzo. She sees Melissa McCartney. <laughs> Or no, she doesn't see Melissa McCarthy right right away. But he does his speech. Everybody's crying. I'm crying. And I'm like, this bitch has no idea. Adele is right up there in the dark on that stage. Whatever. Does she sing to him? She says yes. Adele pops through the light. And then the girl's like, <gasps> like shits herself. And then Adele's like, here, sit in the front row. Thank God you said yes. Because if I were to sing this song to people who said no, it would have been weird. She sits down, she sits right next to Lizzo, and she's like in shock. She turns to her right. Melissa McCarthy's handing her a glass of champagne, and she's like, oh my god, you're here too? Like, like, it was something, like, oh my god. So then Adele starts singing, and then Adele's even, like, laughing during the song, because she goes, the girl's just sitting there, blubbering mess, like, bawling, like, oh my god. What song did she sing? Uh, the, to make you feel my love. So then, could you imagine, though, if I was that girl? I, I would have been blubbering had... just because of Melissa McCarthy and Lizzo. That's what I'm saying. I had a heart attack. Adele is singing to me and my now fiancé. I have Lizzo to the right, Melissa McCarthy to the left, fucking Ellen DeGeneres behind me, and uh, fucking Selena Gomez. Like, they were all at my engagement. Better be sending them wedding invites. I know, and then Melissa McCarthy was crying. Everybody was crying because of this proposal. I was like, "Oh, fuck. why can't?" All I, I got that? was, "We've been together a while. You want to get married?" And oh, that sex was so good. Let's get I married. I don't even remember what was said at mine, but I got in a fight with him about ordering dessert. Like, your proposal was fucking awkward. <laughs> it was awkward. Oh my god, watching the video of it made me so uncomfortable. I know it popped up. It, it will pop up on my memory. Memorize. <laughs> Memories. My memories in February, and I watch it every time, and I'm like, God. Like, looking back at it now, do you, are you ever like, we were not in, in love? No, we loved each other, but we were content with each other. Yeah. Like, we were content. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And how old was I? We were together five years, so I was 25. Yeah. I was 25. And I was like, oh, this is it. I met the man I want to be with forever. And then we went home and he was like, oh, so are we going to have sex? I'm like, I guess if you want to. Like, (laughs) kind of thing. Like, usually when people get engaged, like. Yeah, you'd think you'd be like all, like super turned on. Especially with a ring. Like, I had a ring and everything. And I'm like. I didn't get a ring either one of the times I was proposed to. I did. I didn't. <laughs> well, this motherfucker during the Adele concert had one. So, you know, if anybody wants to marry me out there, you don't have a lot of competition. If anybody wants to, like, you know, wait for Adele to have another, like, live concert and sneak me in blindfolded during Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't even I think Chris Jenner was there, too. Like, there was a bunch of people. Freaking, um, Seth Rogen was there. Um... And who else did I see? Um, 
Speaking of Chris Jenner. James Cor- what's his name? Cor- Carpool karaoke. Yeah, that guy. Him, like. Speaking of Chris oh. Jenner, I keep seeing on TikTok people <clears throat> wanting Khloe Kardashian to be with Post Malone. I have to say absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> First off, that man is too good of a soul to yes. be ruined by the Kardashian-Jenner okay, clan. I agree to that. Second, we all know that I am his soulmate. Like, it's, it's a <gasps> fact. It is a fact. Imagine if Shia LaBeouf proposed to me like that. Oh, in a plaid. I see him in, a like, a plaid shirt. Buffalo plaid shirt. Well, he doesn't. Buffalo plaid suit. Oh, my God. Christmas lights lighten oh, up the whole day. aisle. Oh, happy day, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> Sorry. God, I can't. I can't. Anyways, this episode has gone on really long. <laughs> this has been a one, one, one take episode. Got, learned a lot. They learned a lot today. I know. Like God, we got two suicidal bitches up here giving us love advice. Awesome. And then all the people at my work are gonna be like, "See, she is crazy. <laughs> she tried offing herself for first boyfriend. <laughs> no wonder she's obsessed with you, Teach." <laughs> But he's equally as obsessed, so they can fuck off. <laughs> no, that's... I don't even... I don't even... I'm to the point now, like, we had, like, a great conversation, and I said what I needed to say, that, like, I care about him, and I want him to find somebody, so I really shouldn't care what those people at You shouldn't, because they're fucking say. irrelevant. Especially when one of them literally... <laughs> her boyfriend's cheating on her, and I see it constantly. Because one of them, her boyfriend lives across the street from our friend Alex. So we uh-huh. literally see the other woman going to his house all the time. Oh. Yeah. So she has no room to talk because she's literally like, and you know what? Do I sit there and watch it unfold? Did I watch her throw a gallon of milk at him the other day when she came to his house yes. and the girl was there? Heck yes, and I loved it. But I he should have got a chair out and fucking watched it in the front I, yard. I, know. I when I walked when I walked to my car though I waved to her like yeah bitch I just watched that whole thing. <laughs> I mean am I talking crazy now? Am I talking about it now on here? Yes, but I didn't run and go and tell everybody and their mother I knew, unlike them. But yeah, I mean anyways we got some shit to do. I gotta go get my kid soon. I'm gonna finish cleaning her bedroom. I gotta clean my house. Yeah. I but feel like with my Christmas stuff up, my decorations, my house gets dirtier faster. It's weird. Because there's clutter, I think. I think, yeah, maybe that's it. But anyways, we will see you guys next time. Yeah, maybe this week. Maybe. maybe. next week. We'll see. Bye. Bye.